the upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, it, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he pinned me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name, that happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. They are Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is the two-man power trip of wrestling, and you are listening to feature episode number 15 of the two-man power trip of wrestling podcast. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner here on the two-man power trip, the one and only JP John Paz. 
And on this show, John, we are joined for a gigantic feature as we feature not one but two guests for the price of one as we welcome in a team to cross off the bucket list, the one and only Jay and Mark, the Briscoe brothers, coming direct to us here to promote a couple of Ring of Honor shows taking place this weekend. And I say a bucket list team for the two-man power trip because these are guys that we have basically been watching since, if not their first professional match, maybe in the top couple of their first professional matches. But Ring of Honor will be invading not only the center stage studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this coming weekend, but they are also heading to the Nashville Fairgrounds, the classic Nashville Fairgrounds, where all the old TNA pay-per-views used to emanate from. And, John, in this chat that you have with both Briscoes, you get to talk about a very interesting match they have coming up with the legendary Rock and Roll Express but notwithstanding that stopover in center stage in Atlanta, it's a huge weekend for Jay and Mark. Oh, yeah. I mean, even for Ring of Honor in general, it's a huge weekend. But obviously, focusing on Jay and Mark, the Briscoe brothers, our guests today, awesome to be able to have them on. Totally bucket list guys that we've been dying to get on ever since the very, very beginning. We used to go to all those early 2002 and on Ring of Honor shows, but I've and then you've been to a bunch, but I've literally been to probably hundreds of Ring of Honor shows. I mean, it's just crazy, especially in that peak era, in that prime era. And if you want to check out some of those awesome shows, go to the Honor Club, ROHWrestling.com, and check out the Honor Club there. Just awesome stuff. And speaking of this weekend, obviously check out Center Stage Show. And, of course, the big show that we're really, really excited to talk about was the show Honor for All. On the 25th, which is Sunday at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds, yes, where TNA used to run all those pay-per-views in Nashville. So it's a legendary venue. They're going to be closing it out in style, going up against the Rock and Roll Express. If anybody saw the Crockett Cup match between the Briscoe Bros and Rock and Roll Express, first of all, you know that the Rock and Roll Express can still go, still great workers. Second of all, this tag team contest, they had tremendous chemistry and hopefully that will happen again i mean i'm basically very very confident that it'll happen again and it's going to be just a great tremendous match between them and i'm really excited because it's you know, obviously the rock and roll express legendary tag team icons of the business going up against guys that are current legends you know or maybe future legends current stars and it's just kind of a cool mix and and it's just going to be an awesome awesome match really looking forward to it and the briscoes if you know them they're always going to be entertaining they're always going to just brawl and have awesome matches and they can kind of do it all and it's going to be awesome to see that style mesh again with the rock and roll express it's amazing that ricky and robert still can get in the ring and do what they do because they still put on an exciting show and we've seen them wrestle and they still get the excitement built they still they still work hard but i just kind of get a little afraid (laughs) sometimes especially when you get guys like jay and mark across the ring very intense uh always uh performing at a high level uh in the conversation you have with both of them you kind of get a vibe from them that they're extra jazzed up because it is the rock and roll oh yeah yeah definitely seem like they were extra excited i mean they're big fans of the wrestling business they've been wrestling fans their whole life they realize how important this match is they realize how 
big, you know, big of names the Rock and Roll Express were and still are to the wrestling business. They realize that they're legends. They realize it's quite an honor to be able to get in the ring with them in Ring of Honor at Honor for Raw. So I think it's going to be a very, very good match. I think it's going to be a very cool experience for Jay and Mark to be able to do this. And it's just, uh, you know, it's pretty damn awesome if you think about it. One of the greatest tag teams of our era versus one of the greatest tag teams of this kind of current era. And we just love them both. They're amazing. They they really are. And we've seen the evolution of both uh, Jay and Mark. And I, I think of Jay specifically, you know, we've seen him become a Ring of Honor world champion. And we've seen, you know, how he's performed, you know, as a guy who really could lead the actual uh, company. But, you know, as Ring of Honor kind of moves into this next, I don't know, phase of professional wrestling, there's so much going on. You know, where do you kind of see the Briscoes falling? It's interesting with them because they're so loyal to Ring of Honor. They've been there for 17 straight years, and there's huge wrestling landscape change going on. There's AEW, NXT is going to be on TV. Obviously, you know, Raw and SmackDown are still there, but you got MLW coming up. You got NWA coming up. You just have so much going on, but they are so loyal to Ring of Honor, and like that's basically their home. And I can't really see them anyplace else, but I can still see them consistently just be great workers, great brawlers, great tag team. And I really think that with the Briscoe brothers, you just always, no matter what, whether they're in singles competition or in tag competitions, you feel like they're always going to be there in Ring of Honor. They're still pretty young. They're still in great shape. And I think that they're possibly you know, going to add some tag titles to their reign. And maybe, just maybe, like we talked about in the interview, since Jay Briscoe is a two-time Ring of Honor World Champion, maybe the future may be bright for Mark as far as becoming a few, uh, you know, future World Champion as well. You never know. And now, you know, as we kind of get into the wrap-up here, you know, you've watched basically, I'd say, like ninety percent of the Briscoe brother matches in singles, is in and uh, uh, tag competition for both of them. If you had to pick a favorite match for both Jay and then for Mark. But then also as a team, how would you go about doing that? Oh, boy. If they're, and we talked about it in the interview. And I'd name about 100 tag teams that they've wrestled or that I've seen him wrestle. And we literally kind of run through them all. There's so many great uh, tag matches and there's so many great one-on-one matches. I do love Honor Invades Boston where Mark fights Jay. And then I do love the first anniversary show where they wrestle. Uh, as far as... Jay, I, I, we, when we talked about it in the interview, I love that cage match at, at our best, which we were at. Uh, just, man, such a great match. And the blood in that match is just nuts. Jay Briscoe is bleeding like crazy. So Samoa Joe versus uh, Jay Briscoe in the cage, that's one that just really, really sticks out to me. I just love that. And I, I know it always just stuck out to me that Mark beat Jay in Boston honor invades Boston. Love that show. And then when Jay beats Mark in the first anniversary show, kind of, you know, get the, get his win back. So to speak, just love that match as well. And if you go on the honor club, you go to ROHwrestling.com, you go on the honor club, you can get most of these matches, which is awesome. It's awesome to go back into the time machine and watch some of these matches because with this era, this was the, the, the gold era, you know, the mid 2000s, the beginning of the 2000s, 2002 and on with Ring of Honor, really the, the prime of Ring of Honor. And the Briscoes were a big part of that. Um, as far as some tag team matches, if you just think of a, of a bunch of them, I just love the matches against Second City Saints, 
the Rottweilers, the Prophecy, uh, really great ladder war with Kevin Steen and El Generico. I mean, I'm not going to go on and on. If you want to listen to the interview, obviously, hopefully you will listen to the whole thing. We go through basically all their tag team feuds and all their tag team matches. But uh, I just absolutely love the Steen and Generico ladder match. I just think it's just nuts and, and just pure chaos. And there's also a couple of great matches involving uh, the, the kingdom, if you will, with uh, Mike Bennett and Matt Hardy as well. Very, very nice. Yeah, I mean, this is a great one. And, of course, we'll be talking about all the great things they got going on this weekend with Ring of Honor. You know, big weekends coming. Really, if you look ahead to so many different things going on in professional wrestling, when you get a, a company like Ring of Honor that's going to have two big stops in a weekend, one at Center Stage in Atlanta and then in the, at the fairgrounds, in Nashville. That's a hell of a weekend for pro wrestling, especially for one company. So go out of your way. If you're in that listening area to get to rohtickets.com and join them if you can. And if uh, you want to check out some of that great action, like John said, it's rohhonorclub.com. Check out some of those old matches. It's really, uh, it's worth your time. If you've never seen them before, if you've seen them years ago, it's worth a uh, reinvestment of it. So uh, yeah, John, you know, I'll hand it over to you. Why don't you uh, wrap it up for us and send it over to this interview, a long time coming with the Briscoes, Jay and Mark. Let's get to Dem Boys. Yes, sir. One of our bucket list guys that we could check off the list, obviously, the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark, one of the greatest tag teams, one of our favorite tag teams. They are a former IWGP World Tag Team Champion, former, of course, 11-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. They are none other than Dem Boys, Jay and Mark. The Briscoe Brothers. Reach for the sky, boy. Joining us on the line right now is a former two-time Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, a former IWGP World Tag Team Champion, as well as a former 11-time ROH World Tag Team Champion, as well as a current Tag Team Champion. He is, of course, the legendary Jay Briscoe. Jay, welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. And Mark is actually in the house as well. Oh, I didn't know he'd be here. Awesome. What's going on, Mark? Hey, what's going on, my man? All right, awesome stuff. And obviously, talking to you guys today because ROH is a huge show coming up, Honor for All, on 825 in Nashville, Tennessee, the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. What do you think about this show defending the tag titles against the legendary Rock and Roll Express? Hey, man, it's going to be awesome. I mean, we already wrestled them once this year at the Crockett Cup, and it was I thought it was a hell of a match. You know, them boys put up more of a fight than we expected. So I'm sure this time with the titles online, it's going to be even better. And, uh, you know, we're just going to do what we do, and, and it's going to be showtime Sunday night. 
What did you think about when you wrestled them the first time? Because they could still go. They could still go. Yes, sir. We started to match off. You know, we talked a little trash to them. Uh, next thing I know, they kicked me in the nuts. They double drop kicked Mark, and here they came. So it's going to be, you know, I mean, we're going to have to be ready for that. And, uh, yeah, they they the Rock and Roll Express, man. Let me put it like this. They about got us last time because I didn't think they could still go. I saw them boys out there cricking around before the show, and I ain't think they still had it in them. But once that music hit, once them people started getting live, and once that once that adrenaline started pumping, them boys was firing on all cylinders. And good loud, yeah, hey, we're going to be ready this time. Now, you're not going to be taking it easy on them or anything like that, are you? Oh, hell no. We, we don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I, I've been watching you guys for a long time, since basically 2002 when you guys started in Ring of Honor is kind of when I started following you. But what is it like now? Because that was, you know, the Murphy Rec Center. That was Philadelphia. Now you guys have expanded all over the place, and now you're, you know, cl- almost closing down arenas. You know, you're closing down the fairgrounds here in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just we just keep it rolling, man. It's uh, it's 2019, you know, and obviously, you know, we had a lot of guys that left, and um, you know, more power to them, man. It's all good, but uh, we're still here doing our thing, and we're gonna keep doing what we do. Time marches on, brother. Time marches on. Now, what is it about you guys that you guys have been so loyal to Ring of Honor for the last 17 years? You know, you've been the, the mainstays. Like you said, guys come and go, but you guys are the basically, you know, the, the rocks of, of Ring of Honor. Well, I mean, I just don't see, you know, going elsewhere. If we went elsewhere, I don't know if we'd still have the same opportunities that we do in Ring of Honor. You know, we've had, over the years, we've had wrestled the best tag teams. You know, they've come and gone. You know, they're still here. Whoever it may be, man, we've uh, – we always get, it seems like we get the best matches in Ring of Honor, man. And, and so we're here, and, and uh, you know, they know what we want. We want big matches. We want big-time competition, and, and that's what we get. So what do you think about the state of Ring of Honor right now in 2019? Obviously, you know, the Bullet Club left, and the Bucks are gone, and you guys had kind of revamped the roster. Obviously, the Briscoes are still there, which is awesome. But what do you think about the roster right now and the state of Ring of Honor? Well, the roster, I think, is – I mean, I, I honestly feel top to bottom the roster is stronger than ever. The thing is just, you know, adapting to um, just the changes, man. And, and it's uh, – because we're – I mean, we are a television show. We work for a television um, company, you know, Sinclair Broadcasting, and they do a TV show every week that we have to do. But it's – you know, it's starting to evolve, man. Like, uh, I mean, back in the day we would run, you know – these big long TV tapings and they take four hours long to do. And, and, uh, you know, we're starting to get out of that. We're starting to to evolve, you know, the whole entire product, man. And now it feels like we're getting more back to, um, you know, how you say, just the grassroots of things and, and, uh, and just kind of taking it back to having the atmosphere, the atmosphere of the show is what we're focusing on right now. You know, especially us. When we come out there, we're going to create an, an atmosphere, an environment like nobody else can, you know, at least try to anyway. And, and so that's what we're going for at the moment. When a lot of the guys left, uh, uh, at first it was almost like a uh, – we we didn't know what, what we had going forward. And then a couple shows in, we, we realized what was going down. We kind of all got in the group huddle, and we said, you know, 
what do we got to do? What does this company got to do at this point? We done lost a lot of guys that a lot of people were buying tickets to come see. But uh, basically, uh, we've revamped the TV product just like Jay was talking. We were we were airing. I remember back in uh, we lost the belts to the, uh, the PCO and Brody King back in March. And two weeks later on TV, we still had the belts. So everybody everybody involved realized that that was a problem. The two different timelines of Ring of Honor is now becoming just one solid timeline with this new TV format. And uh, we might have to make some tweaks and whatnot, but for the state of Ring of Honor right now, I think anybody and everybody who is a naysayer, who is sleeping on the product right now, I think that they're going to be, uh, they're going to have some egg on their face uh, when it's all said and done because the, the group of guys we got right now can go above and beyond any other group of guys in professional wrestling. Hey, the action, the action speaks for itself, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? The action speaks for itself, and it just, you know, just presenting the action in the right way is what we're going for. You know what I mean? And and that's what we're doing, what we're trying to do, and, and we're getting there. You know, it's obviously, you know, you got to work the tweaks out, but, uh, you know, we're, we're getting it figured out. Now, you guys are somewhat of locker room leaders. You've been there for 17 years. What is the, you know, the state of the locker room behind the scenes? Everybody confident? Everybody kind of very, you know, positive going forward? Well, I mean, we, we feel like we have something to prove. You know, like everybody is, is to the point where, you know, it's 2019 and everybody likes to complain about something. Everybody likes to hate on something and people think it's cool. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, right absolutely. Now we're, yep. You know, we're just kind of we're kind of the you know the scapegoat, so to speak. You know, I think uh, I think one way to put it is we're a victim. I don't know how many of y'all read that book, 1984, but we're a victim of groupthink. You know what I mean? Everybody says uh, it. Well, no, I'm sorry, not everybody. But if anybody says Spring of Honor's product is subpar, then 20 other people are going to chime in because they saw that person got 20 likes because they said that, and they got 20 retweets because they said that, and they ain't even seen the product. And Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, like watch the product. Like, seriously, like, right now, man, like, like these shows this weekend, Saturday in Atlanta, Sunday in Nashville, I guarantee you they're going to be fire. We're going to go out there, the whole locker room, we're going to bust our ass, and it's going to be fire, man. And, and the people, you know, if they, if they won't even watch it, and they're going to hate on it. But, like, tune in. Tune in and be honest about it. Like, don't worry about what other people say. Like, actually watch this shit and tell me you're not entertained, and I'm going to tell you a damn lie. Are you guys the locker room leaders? I know I kind of said it and we're alluding it. Are you guys the locker room leaders of Ring of Honor? I mean, we've been here forever, you know what I mean? And, and uh, seen them come, seen them go, you know what I mean? But, uh, it, I mean, it, you know, we're, we're, we're always been a group, you know, it, it, we've always had our group of leaders and, uh, but I mean, you know, you can call us with whatever you want, man, but I mean, yeah, I guess kind of in a way, maybe so, but, um, I why mean, not? you know what I mean? Why not? We've been there. We've been here longer than anybody. We've seen everybody come, everybody go. And the group we got right now, is so incredibly strong. I mean, there's other guys, of course, you, you know, it goes without saying, Jay Lethal. You know what I mean? Kenny King's been here for for a, a minute. Like, there are other guys, but, yeah, sure, we never – Yeah. Up there. I mean, yeah, we, we you know, we're going to take – you know, we're going to do what we have to do, man, to, to, you know, keep this shit rolling. What are your guys' thoughts on AEW coming around and that kind of being the hot topic right now? 
that you know on a lot of people's minds and everyone's saying oh AEW this and AEW that. what are your thoughts on that I think it's awesome man I think AEW is is it's great for especially the wrestlers you know what I mean I mean obviously we got you know you got more options when it comes to wrestling you got you know everybody and, and the thing is they're making everybody step their game up and uh I think that's the main thing man like it seems like all promotions everywhere is stepping their game up and uh, I mean, like it's it's gonna come a it's gonna come a point where, you know, the the cream gonna rise, man. Like we're gonna see how everything works out once the TV starts and all that stuff. But I mean, you know, at some point you gotta get between the ropes and you're gonna ring the bell and the match gonna start and you got to get down. You know what I'm saying? This is pro wrestling, and at the end of the day, you're gonna have to have a match. So I mean, you know, what they're doing is awesome. But but at the end of the day, you have to get in the ring, and the bell got the ring, and the match got start, baby. So so we're gonna see. Definitely something to keep your eye on. Definitely something to kind of look forward to. I feel like you're right. If one promotion is you know building itself up, it kind of rises to all the ships, right? I mean, maybe everyone can step up their game and rise. Rises high, rise level. all ships. You know, and that's the thing, man. Like I feel like people. Like, 2019, man, I mean, I feel like this has been, you know, this has been a year for us where we've had, you know, some big-time matches, man, been doing some big-time shit, and, and it's it's different now because now we, I feel like we have, you know, they're giving us the ball to run with, so to speak, you know, now, you know, kind of being the top guys once again. And, uh, you know, and, and we're doing things, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's different, man. Like, we're a TV company, but, but we tell the people or we talk to the people who who produce the TV and they tell us, you know, well, if you guys are going to bleed out there, we can't put that on television. But then we have to, you know, we, we think about it. And, you know, we have Honor Club now, so would it make more sense to, you know, sacrifice the match not being able to be on TV, but still it's on Honor Club? You know, like we, you know, it, it's a – it's a it's a tough spot we're in, but it's not really that tough. Like I feel like we we can do what we want to do more, and, and we're doing what we do. We're we're showing you know a different. Now that we got this, now that we're starting to uh yeah yeah now that we're starting to close up these two timelines of Ring of Honor where we had the TV timeline and we had the live event slash Honor Club timeline. Now that that's becoming one thing with a new TV format, which I can't stress how huge this is, but um. Like, now that that's the case, like, people are going to be able to see this product for what it actually is. Like, I told some of the guys up top, and I know you asked about the uh, 2019 state of wrestling, but just for Ring of Honor in general, like, we making this turn right here and right now because I told the people all the way up top that this, like, the TV product up until – up until recently, it, they weren't showing the best of, of what we had. They weren't showing what Ring of Honor truly was all about because there was times when people were watching on TV a uh, tired crowd that had been there for four hours, and it, like it just didn't translate. Well, it translated exactly what it was—a tired crowd that had been watching wrestling for four or five hours. But now, you right. know, what I mean that 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 was a that was a, a significant problem, and we taught us we the wrestlers talked to the Sinclair Broadcasting higher-ups and made them realize, we told them, like, this cannot fly. This, And now, so here we go. 
it's all about the atmosphere, man. Creating the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere of the show, man. Like you got to be there. You know what I mean? You got to be there. I mean, nobody wants to sit through a damn four-hour-long show with a whole bunch of breaks in between, man. Let's keep that shit flowing. Let's get the wrestlers in the ring. Show them what we can do. Get in, get out, and, and keep the show flowing, and just have a damn hell of a show. And you guys always put on great shows, always have great matches. And right now, basically embittered in this big feud with the Gorillas of Destiny, Tama Tonga, Tongaloa, what's it been like working with those, with those guys? I mean, you guys had some, uh, you know, some bloody wars going on. Oh, man, it's awesome. I love it. Like, they, they are the style, you know what I mean? Like, we've wrestled so many different tag teams. Perfect compliment. But they, they, you know what I mean, it's perfect. Briscoes versus the Tongas, man. I mean, we just go to war. We just fight each other. You know, we really go out there and fight each other. You know what I mean? When they first started teaming a couple of years ago in New Japan, which was when they uh, had won their first IWGP tag titles, and that's also when we won our first IWGP tag titles, beating them, it was a thing in Japan at the time. They were a fresh team. We were fresh faces over there. But I remember at the time saying to myself, I told Jay and I told my dad, I said, if we ever get to do this thing on U.S. soil, then it's going to be it's going to be huge. And, and shoot, here we are, man. And it's some some of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, uh, programs that we've had in 20 years now of wrestling. You know, seems like you guys are a great match for each other because both hard hitting, you know, stiff, snug, strong style. I just you know love the feud because you guys are so intense. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's the style, man, and that's uh, you know that's what's kind of different about what's going on now. Like now, I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong, we can get down however you want to get down. You know, we can wrestle with anybody, and, and we kind of pride ourselves on that. And thank God for the ability to be able to get down with anybody. But if we got to choose the type of match that we wanted to have, it's gonna be a brawl. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a knockdown, drag out fight. Ain't going to be nothing fancy about it, and, and that's what we've been able to do with these guys. And you mentioned beating the Grills of Destinies for the IWGP tag titles in Japan and, and bringing it over to the States. Are you guys still associated with New Japan? Are you still working with New Japan? Are we going to see the Briscoes back in Japan? Hey, they got a number, man. Yeah, yeah, they got a number. We'll, I mean, we'll see what <laughs> happens. You know, it's – uh, I mean, it is what it is, man. I feel like – you know, we've worked with New Japan for so long. and um, But at some point, man, the matches have to mean something. You know what I mean? And, and the shit has to mean something where people don't care. And, you know, with New Japan coming over to America, you know, you can't blame them for, for wanting to do their own thing. But, I mean, you know, we still got a little bit going on. And, and like, if the matches don't mean nothing, then there ain't no, there ain't no point to do it. So, you know, what, we, what we're doing with the gorillas, what we did with the gorillas, I feel like that is, you know, that, that's what we're looking for, man. Like, nobody, just, nobody wants to see a match that really don't mean shit. You know what I mean? Let's get a story behind this shit. Let's get people invested, and let's give the people what they want to see. Two people talking shit, and then they settle it in the ring. I totally, totally agree. You got to have some stakes. You know what I mean? You got to be totally invested in the guy. It got to mean something, man. Like, yeah. if it don't yep. mean nothing, like, who cares? Yeah, it's got to it's gotta be important. It's got to mean something. And, you know, when you're fighting the Gorillas of Destiny, it's like you guys really, really yeah, hate each other. And it's just going to be these four guys, these two brother teams just going at it. 
I mean, that's really all it has to be. And that's all we really want to do. You know, like, why overcomplicate the shit? Let's just, you know, we don't like y'all. Y'all don't like us. Let's fight about it. Is there any kind of underestimated teams right now? I mean, Girl of Destiny, obviously not underestimated. They're great. But there's any underestimated teams in Ring of Honor that, that are out there that are going to come up and you're going to say, man, these guys are better than people are giving them credit for. I tell you who, and they're not underestimated wrestlers whatsoever, but uh, as a team, uh, I've seen uh, Jay Lethal and John Gresham team up here a couple times over the last, you know, six months or so, and and, uh, these guys got some chemistry that I I wasn't expecting. And, uh, yeah. And also, I would say PCO and Brody Lee, man, Villain Enterprises. Brody King. Brody King, I'm sorry. We've wrestled those guys three times now. We've never beat them yet. So, I mean, I mean that's, that's always like we just, you know, we got to wrestle them again. We got to beat these dudes. I mean, it's always, you know, these dudes is good. These dudes just showed up. They came in here, and, and they, they took our titles first match. Next two matches was uh, ended in no contest, man. But I mean, they um they're definitely a team that we like to get down with. Man, eleven time tag champs and haven't gotten the win over the villain enterprises. That's something to think about, huh? Yeah, it is something to think about. You know what's awesome about you guys? I mean, it's been around forever. We mentioned two thousand two, and you know, I go as far back as. Obviously, the era of honor begins when Jay fought Red, but I'm thinking honor invades Boston when Mark, you beat Jay in that match, and that was kind of my first real exposure to you guys wrestling. I was like, man, these guys are unbelievable at such a young age. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, you figure we were, what, 17 and 18 at the time, but we've been Mm -hmm. wrestling each other in the backyard since we were 7 and 8. Yeah, you know, for 10 years, man, so, I mean... We we've been I mean we did the uh, CZW best of the best back in one. Oh yeah, first time we ever wrestled each other and uh, I mean of course you know we wrestled each other we've been wrestling each other our whole lives so shoot man we got some backyard footage some old VHS tapes that we need to figure out how to download them into digital because we got some good <laughs> from uh, yeah yeah back on the trampoline back in the backyard of mom and dad's house shoot man. <laughs> That is awesome, and I remember when you guys busted in the scene, like you said, best the best in CZW. You guys had the best match on that show too. It's just like, man, like these guys are so young and so good at such an early age. I mean, kind of unheard of. Usually, guys go through some growing pains, and when they're young, you kind of look back like, man, these guys were rough at the start, but not you guys. I, I don't know, man. When I go back and look at that shit, I think I suck. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's but, I mean, you know, shit, 20 years later, I feel like I kind of halfway know what I'm doing now, so. Yeah, just awesome, man. Just to think, then that first anniversary show where you kind of get that win back over Mark, that's an awesome match. And then you guys form the team. Then you guys become the Briscoe Brothers. Was that kind of an interesting way to start? Because usually you figure you guys would start first and then feud. But ROH and Gabe, I guess at the time, they kind of started it differently. Yeah. Feud at first, and then you formed the team. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. it, it was cool. yeah, you know, it was different, but it was cool. And I can't even really remember back then. <laughs> that was a long time ago, brother. But yeah, it, it was, you know, it was a cool way to do it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, shit, that's a long time ago, bro. Yeah, seventeen years ago. I mean, whew. and you guys have been through the wars and wrestled so many guys, kind of uh, along the way. And I even remember Jay. 
one of my favorite matches that you had versus Samoa Joe at our best cage match. You were bleeding pretty damn bad in that match. I was there live. Just awesome, awesome match. Great memory for me. Brother, that was a, uh, that was something, man. Like, I didn't know at the time. Like, man, I remember just bleeding and, like, my blood was clotting up. And uh, apparently it's called coagulating, whatever the hell that means. And I still don't hardly know what it means. But at the time, dude, at the time, I thought my damn brains was coming out my head, man. That was uh, pretty gross. And if I remember correctly, you're right, coagulation or whatever, coagulating in the blood. And it came out looking gross. Were you, you know, were you okay? Were you, you know, did you have your wits about you during that? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of started losing it a little bit, you know what I mean? Just uh, instinct kind of took over. Um, best story of the night though was because that was at the Rex place, New Jersey. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember that somebody sitting on the top row of the bleachers there. Uh, I, they fainted like they got so, you know what I mean? That blood got so wicked up, yeah, so wicked yeah. out that they fainted, <laughs> fell off the bleachers, busted their head, and the <laughs> paramedics had to come get them. <laughs> That is true. That was kind of a, a surreal thing. They, you know, got so scared or, or grossed out or whatever from, from Jay that, uh, you know, they kind of ended up being, you know, equally as is banged up. Yeah. yeah it, was fun. it was a rough night. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just uh, some good stuff. But, you know, with you guys, if you if you go back and you think about even that first title win, I don't know how well you remember, but you beat Special K. You guys win the ROH tag titles. At that point, was that something real special? Because ROH was, was so hot at that point, and you guys were kind of just coming into your own. Was it kind of special to be tag champs, or is that one of those things for the fans? It means more to us than it means to you guys. Ah, uh, man, I mean, yeah. I mean, Let me was, be honest with you. It was cool. It was absolutely cool. But I was still mad that we didn't uh, pick up the win against Red and AJ. Because mm. if you remember correctly, we had that yep. series of matches with Red and AJ Styles. Yes. And they were champs all the way through, and we, we could never get them. That's when I wanted to get them belts. But, yeah, it was nice once we picked them up with well, old Jim Cornette. Had, yeah, having Jim Cornette with us, man, it was special. You're right. They never let you beat AJ and Red, who were teaming for a while and were tag champs for a little while. And, you know, they end up losing, and then you guys end up beating Special K. It's weird that they didn't kind of match you guys back up again, and, you know, you guys get your win back, so to speak. Yeah, well, yeah. So what are your thoughts on – you mentioned, obviously, Cornette was your manager at the point. What's your thoughts on old Jimmy Cornette? He seems to be uh, lighting up Twitter and lighting up social media with all the haters. Well, man, I I really – I mean, I I don't – we're not real big on social media, man, but um, I just know I love Jim Cornette, and I think he's a very passionate man. He loves this business. He's very passionate about uh, this business. And, you know, I'm not sure exactly everything that's going on with him, but uh, you know, Jim's my boy, man. Let me tell you this. Jim is not only extremely passionate about this business, but Jim is one of the smartest dudes that you've ever, you know what I mean, the smartest dudes you've ever met. He's getting reactions from people that he's uh, he, he's doing it, and they probably think that he's upset. You ain't going to get Jim Cornette out of his element. Like, Jim's just chilling, and he's getting pops and getting heat and getting reactions. I mean, you know, Jim's awesome. Nothing bad to say about Jim. He's a, he's a man. Absolutely love him. Just talked to him the other day. He's a great guy. He's just um, – he, he definitely he's a gets wall upset. Man. I mean, he's a wall man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. And thinking about you guys, obviously great tag team, but so different in style. You know, you, you got the redneck, Mark, you got the redneck Kung Fu. Jay, you're much more, you know, strong style based, much a little bit more of a brawler. Mark can do some high flying. What is it about you guys? Like, you each kind of like that, to adapt almost a different style and then mesh it together? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, we each know each other. It's almost like we know each other more than we know ourselves, you know what I mean? And if Mark's doing something that I don't agree with, I'm like, man, you know what? I think that shit looks stupid. And he'll tell me the same thing. And, and uh, <laughs> so we kind of bounce off off each other like that. You know, you got to be, I mean, you kind of got to be brutally honest with each other. You know, I feel like that's when the best of ourselves come out when, when we can really sit there and, and be like, Mark, man, that shit was stupid. Or Jay, I don't know why the hell you thought that'd be a good idea. You know, whatever it may be, but we, you know, we don't hold nothing back. We, I mean, shit, there's no reason to hold nothing back. Like, why would we? So we don't. And Mark, you know, what are your thoughts on, on the chemistry with your brother there? Oh yeah, she's I, I think it's is 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 uh it's so natural and it's so so effortless because, you know, just like we've been saying, we uh been wrestling well, first we was fighting each other before we even knew what wrestling was when we was toddlers, but then you know, he's not quite a year older than me, one week shy of a year. So we're what they call Irish twins. But uh, yeah, so once we get, once we start our pro wrestling careers on the trampoline in the backyard at the age of seven and eight, you know what I mean? Like we already know, and like we start to learn and we start to realize, okay, this is like we're watching the same wrestling, but we're obviously taking something different from the same wrestling. He's sitting there, uh being a tough guy, and I'm sitting there being a crazy guy. You know what I mean? He's being Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm being Sabu. And then it just continues uh, to, to evolve, and then we start our professional careers. And it's just, like, it's so natural. It Like, we don't even have to talk about it half the time. But like Jay said, when we do talk about it, we're brutally honest. We get fussing and fighting and hollering and cussing at each other sometimes. But it always, you know, once he tells me something that I don't want to hear, and I'll cuss him out. And then once we get separated and he goes back to his house, I go back to my house, I get thinking about what he said, and I'm like, damn, you know what? He got a point there. <laughs> and I'm sure it's the same way the other way around. So it's uh, it's effortless, man. Like, well, I don't want to say effortless, but it's all but effortless. It is what it is. Now, do you guys obviously, I mean, to your team more than your singles, but Jay, former two-time world champion, do you guys really prefer rather to be a tag team or is it something on your mind as far as maybe getting back into the singles and maybe Mark maybe actually getting that Ring of Honor world title? Damn right. See, <laughs> my thing is every time that we that they put us in tag for a long time, I'm like, yeah, damn right. But then when we have singles matches, you know, scattered here and there, I'm like, man, I love singles matches. But then if they have us doing singles matches for an extended period of time, I'm like, okay, this is cool. But then we have a tag. I'm like, dang, on, I love tag matches. So, it, I mean, it's tit for tat. But, you know, we're a natural. Hey, man, as far as I'm concerned, man, I, I'm going to do whatever needs done. You know what I mean? We needed somebody to beat Kevin Steen for the world title however many years ago it was. 
They're like, Jay, we think you the man. I was like, well, let's go, baby. So, I mean, but but obviously tag team is what we do. But, I mean, it's shit, if you got if I got to get down in singles, let's get down. Yeah, you beat Steen for the world title. It was a pretty big moment. He was basically undefeated for a year, and he ended up beating him. I and mean, that was a pretty big moment. That kind of uh, – it brought ROH a little bit out of the doldrums. When not No offense to Steen. When he was champ, it was a little bit on, on the downturn. But you kind of brought it back up, uh, you know, kind of created some controversy beating him after his undefeated streak. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, the, the 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 people thought I was the man for the job, so I said, yeah, well, you know, they asked me if I thought I was the man for the job, and I said, why not, man? You know, I mean, shit, why not? Let's let's do this shit. And what happened with that? I mean, basically, only champ for a short period of time. Obviously, you know, you beat Adam Cole, you beat Hardy, but then they kind of have an injury angle. But was the contract up? Were you really injured? Because you end up getting stripped of the title at one point. Yeah, you know, it was a uh you know, it was, it was a whole little thing, man. Um we we were talking with uh some other companies, you know what I mean? And we we were kind of up in the air at the moment and uh we thought we might be moving on elsewhere and then uh decided that might not be the best thing to do, so it was you know, it was it was it was what it was, man, but um I mean I don't know. You know, I kind of put out a dumb tweet, uh, you know, and that kind of, you know, that kind of affected things a little bit. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think it all worked out just the way it's supposed to. And kind of Ring of Honor is your home, right? I mean, you, you kind of, you know, you think about testing the wars, maybe leaving, but Ring of Honor ultimately is your home. I mean, you know, like this place, you know what I mean? We've been here for so long and we know so many people in this company, man, like, not only the wrestlers, like, the production people, man, like, everybody, man, like, it's a family, and, uh, I don't know, man, I just kind of feel some kind of way, you know, just up and leaving, you know what I mean, like, no offense to nobody that has done that, I mean, more power to them, whatever they want to do, but for me personally, man, I just feel like, you know, these are my people, this is my place, and I'm going to sit right here as long as I can sit here. And I love you come back a few months later with that real world belt, and it was like a kind of a, a cool kind of camo to it. And is that something you've made on your own, or is that something that's uh, all actually, kind of your uh, creation? They um, not Ring of Honor had that already made for me, and uh, right after we signed the contract, you know, it was kind of up in the air if we were going to sign or not. And we signed the contract, and then they're like, you know what, let's show them. We signed the contract, and they showed us, Jay, this is what we're doing with you. We're going to run with this right now. We just signed the contract. We want you to do this right now, so go ahead, run with it, and that's what we did. And that's when I was like, this is a bullshit. Where's my cool, where's my cool, <laughs> my cool signing bonus? There's a signing bonus, man. Mark, what's, what's up with that, Mark? How come, uh, you know, he's getting the preferential treatment here? I don't know, man. Hey, it's all good. You know, somebody got the somebody got carried a load. You know, somebody got be pretty, and then somebody got carried a load. So you know, yeah. it's all good. You know, I'm happy to be the guy to carry the load. You know what I mean? Get, you know, every you know I me mean? back in the day, back in the Bible, man. Who used to actually carry the stuff from one point to another? They go on journeys for days and weeks, and who would actually carry the stuff? The donkey. Hey, that's me, baby. The workhorse, the donkey. And uh, yep, then we got this beautiful jackass right here that's getting these uh, custom-made belts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. You guys, you know, 
still on the farm, right? You guys still do the do the, the chicken up. farming and still do that stuff. That's the beautiful part about Ring of Honor, man. Like the schedule, you know, we got. I mean, we got a good schedule, but we still are able to be home and do what we got to do here. I mean, not what we got to do, what we choose to do. You know, I mean, shit. There's more than one way to skin a cat when it comes to getting money, and uh, you know, we we. Uh, I mean, that's what we do. It is awesome to kind of think like. You know, obviously you're a wrestler, kind of first and foremost, but you do stuff on your own. I mean, chicken farming, you probably make a good good living doing that. And Ring of Honor has that flexibility where you can kind of do that, and you don't have to worry about, oh, I, I got to be on the road 24-7, or I got to travel 300 days a year. Well, that's the thing, man. And plus, I mean, the style that we wrestle at, I feel like the way we get down, man, I mean, my body, I, and I know I speak for Mark when I'm talking, like our bodies, you know what I mean? Like when we go out there, we're going to wrestle like it's our last match. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to put it all out there. You're going to get everything that we got, and, and we're going to be we're gonna be hurting for a few days afterwards, man, because we're going to leave it all out there like that. And people can say, oh, that's a stupid way to wrestle. Man, hell with them people. We're going to do what we do. We leave it out in the ring, and, and that's just what we do, man. Think about you guys, really. I mean – Ring of Honor in the mid 2000s, it was at its hottest. It was, it was basically really, you know, the, the smart fans or the, the real diehard fans. That was the number one promotion. Everyone loved Ring of Honor. You guys were right in the middle of it. Now we're in 2019. You said you're revamping, you're changing things up, and the Briscoes are right in the middle of it all over again. Pretty cool, and it's kind of almost full circle. I mean, it kind of is, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing, man, to be able to still do it at this level, man. And, uh, like I was, talk, you know, talking about the bodies, you know, kind of wearing down. I mean, shit, they ain't wore down too much that we can't keep doing, you know, what we're doing right now. And, and it seems like, you know, the older you get, the more, I don't know, man. Like we were talking earlier about the CZW best of the best when we wrestled each other and how I wasn't a fan of it, you know, looking back because we know what the hell we were doing. But, man, I feel like right now we kind of know kind of halfway a little bit what we're doing out there. And, and that is to go down there and create an atmosphere like no other tag team can, all right? When the Briscoes is down there, the shit going to get wild. You don't know what the hell going to happen, and that's how we want it to be. Kind of has that old-school flavor, you know, Brody or Abdullah Butcher. that old-school flavor. It creates a Hanson, creates that atmosphere like, what the hell is going to happen next with what these guys? What the hell going to happen? And that's all we can ask for. Yes, sir. Come down there swinging that chain. You don't know if you're going to take somebody's head off or not. Brody is you. Boy, Bruiser Brody is staying hands and Terry Funk, Dory Funk Jr. back, man. All his hands. That's what, like, from there to the true blue ECW, late 90s, early mid-90s, like, that's what that's what we about, man. I love it. Unpredictable, crazy style, but so good in the ring, great workers. I mean, you guys are basically you know, a complete package. There's nothing you guys can't do. I appreciate that, man. And, and that's, again, that's what we pride ourselves on, man, being able to get down with whoever want to get down. Now, as we head towards the wind down, we head towards the finish line, I got to ask you guys, what do you think is the biggest misconception about the Briscoe brothers? Uh, probably that we're racist and homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, look, I got more black friends than I do white friends, and believe it or not, I got friends that's gay, all right? Hey, believe it or not, man, I mean, I just, you know, I believe in the Word of God, I believe in the Bible, all right? And that's, you know, 
we can take that how it is. I mean, we be here all day discussing that, man. Exactly. But I got I got friends that's gay. I got friends that's black, man. We both do. And uh, that's, I mean, you know, we can't get a bad rap for it. People want to judge us. And, and, but, man, they don't know us, man. They don't know what we do. They don't know how we live our lives. They don't know shit about us. And hey, it's all, man, it's all love, man. Like, people, uh, uh, man, and it, it would be funny if it, if it, you know what I mean, if it wasn't so serious in this day and age, but the word bigot, like, oh, that bigot, that, oh, hate them, don't follow them, don't watch them. Man, come on, man. Like, seriously, man. Like, you can't be into professional wrestling for 20 years and hate gay people and get anywhere. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, and people going to take what they think and they want judges. I mean, but but seriously, man, they don't know nothing about us, man. It's all love, man. Now, you guys literally, I mean, I'm not going to name all the tag teams because it would probably take me all day. But, man, you guys wrestled every tag team Ring of Honor had, and they had so many good ones. So many, I mean, Oh, my God, the list is, is – I could literally uh, go on forever and name all the awesome tag teams. But do you guys have some favorite matches looking back, if you could think of a couple? Uh, I mean, obviously, man, I would say Steen and Generico was one hell of a feud. We did – you know, we did a few matches with them boys, man, and every match was just – it was just – I mean, there was something about it. Like, them boys wanted it, we wanted it. Like, it was just – you know, it, it was magic, man. Like, I feel like we – Back in 07, I felt like we captured lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know where to put it. And, uh, shoot, I tell you what, down in Atlanta, Kenny King and Red Titus, man. Yeah, man. It's hard to, it's hard to say, oh, man, man, because I don't want to leave nobody out, to be honest with you, man. Like, we've had wars with the Young Bucks. I mean, Kings of Wrestling. Yeah, it's, I really, I don't really want to get the list of names, man, because I don't want to leave nobody out, because we've, you know, we've wrestled a lot of damn good tag teams. I can give you a couple if if you if you don't mind if you give you got one second hey, I can give you a couple. On. Second City Saints, the Prophecy, the Rottweilers, Aries and Strong, uh, Daniels and Seidel, Kenta Marafuji, uh, let's see the American Wolves, No Remorse Course, Age of the Fall, uh, <laughs> Shingo and Dow, uh, the Young Bucks we said, the Motor City Machine Guns, SoCal Uncensored. I mean yeah. there's Red Dragon, CNT. I mean whew, world's greatest tag team. Good lord. Man, yes, shit, yeah, shit, yeah. And you just said so many names, and now, man, like, damn, like, yes, every single one of them, man. God bless all them boys, man. Like, you know, we're just blessed to be able to do this, man, and get in the ring with the best tag teams, and, you know, they might go elsewhere, and, and we're still here, whatever it may be, man, but it is what it is, you know. We're blessed to do what we love to do, man. We're blessed to do what we love to do. It's, it's all family, man. At the end of the day, we're brotherhood, and everybody – you know, I mean, shit. You you got to have somebody to dance with. You know what I mean? You can't you can't go out there and do that shit by yourself. It got to be it got to be two on two, man. You need a dance partner. You need an opponent, whatever the hell you want, call it. And and we're just blessed to be able to do that for all these boys. If you had a favorite opponent, would you guys pick each other? As far as like a singles match, would you pick each other? Uh, I'd probably pick Jay Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> What in the singles match? Uh, I don't, it, it, it ain't gonna be you, that's for sure. Uh, cause I whoop your ass. Yeah, you better get up out of here. Nah, he don't go. Jay don't go quite hard enough for me. Uh, I don't know. I only brought some PCO once in the singles. That was 
But I thoroughly enjoyed that. But, yeah, man, you know, I don't know. Now, what do you see the Briscoe brothers in five years? Still in Ring of Honor, still on the farm, still in, in Sandy Fork? What do you guys see the Briscoe brothers in five years? Man, five years? I don't... My kid's going to be five years older? <laughs> like me? <laughs> hey, right. I'm going to have a 15-year-old. I'm going to have a kid damn near driving. I'm going to have a 15-year-old, 13-year-old, and a 11-year-old. So, I mean, shit. I, shit if I know, man. I mean, shit. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing, whatever happens. <laughs> hey, still paying these bills, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah. We're going to be paying these bills. And w- one final thing you can't forget, honor for all, 825, the Tennessee State Fairgrounds in Nashville, Tennessee, always World Tag Team title match against the legendary, iconic Rock and Roll Express. Ooh. Yes, sir. And now, give us some plugs. You know, Do you want to promote maybe uh, – some of your social media. I know you guys aren't on there too much. Maybe some of your social media, Sinclair uh, Broadcasting, Honor Club. Give us some plugs. Well, shit. I mean, tune into the Some Bitch on Honor Club, and if you live in the Nashville area, come to the damn show. Because I guarantee you that shit gonna be hype. We going in there. I mean, shit. That's what we do. We go out there, we make this shit hype, and it's the Rock and Roll Express. So you know damn well it's gonna be hype. And send off this historic arena. Like he deserved to be sent though. Hey, if you can't make it, watch on Honor Club. But hey, just know we're gonna be getting down, baby. Awesome stuff, and I can finally say now that we're closing down this interview, one of my favorite tag teams of all time. You guys are the best, and definitely the best the Ring of Honor's ever had. Thank you so much, guys. Really yes, appreciate sir. it, Jay, Mark. Really appreciate it, guys. All right, no problem, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.